No, I love today's gospel because, uh, first of all, it's great to be with you uh, uh, at Lourdes, like always, but uh, more than ever, it's so hot uh, right now, and Father Brian is at St. Louis, and as you know, we lost our AC. So now he's sweating, uh, just saying that 10 a.m. at St. Louis, and so it's really great to be at Lourdes when, you know, everything works. <laughs> yes. No, St. Louis, Louis works, but, you know just AC broke down. It's difficult. That's one of the crosses. That's one of the crosses. But I love today's gospel because Jesus actually, he's really straight to the point. You know, sometimes you know him. Sometimes he's like, oh, this parable, that parable. And then even the apostles, they were like, what did you mean? Like, can you repeat? And so today he, he really does this really well. He tells us, you know, how to be his disciple in the way what you shouldn't do, in the way you shouldn't do. So maybe just two clear messages from today's gospel. The very first one is, but I can see quite easily, Jesus wants us to have no illusions uh, about following him. It's difficult. It's difficult. This path is a hard path. You know, our nature is fallen, of course, and to get back up again, even with his grace uh, helping us, uh, is going to be hard. And you know this, you know how it works. That's why he says, whoever does not carry his own cross uh, and come after me cannot be my disciple. You know, you have to, you have to uh, do what I say. But the second message is that uh, following him is more than feelings, more than feelings. You have to be smart. That's my message. You have to be smart. You know, you have to sometimes sit down, really sit down and think. You know, faith is not just about emotions and feelings because they change, but, you know, about really loving God, not on the level of emotions, but really decisions. So that's the second message. It's difficult to follow Jesus and we have to sometimes sit down and think. So a few, maybe few pictures that can help us out to, to get this uh, much easier. The very first one is, as you know, I love Star Wars, right? Yes? No? You should say yes at this point. It's been a year for me and Father Sean, so you know, I've, I've been using actually Star Wars uh, a lot in my homilies, and actually Father Brian and Father Sean are making fun of me but I, more, I use more Darth Vader than Jesus sometimes, but it works, you know, if it works, why not? And so, uh, another message from this great franchise. You know who is the God, God the Father of the Star Wars? Yes, no, George Lucas, okay? <laughs> he created the Star Wars. And so once he was asked, you know, because the first movie came, in, uh, came out in 1977, The New Hope. And so he was asked, you know, how, how did you write the, the you know, screenplay? You know, how, how, it, how did it work? So this is what he, what he said. I grew up in a middle-class, Midwestern-style American town with the corresponding work ethic. So I sit at my desk for eight hours a day, no matter what happens. 
even if I don't write anything. It's, I know it's a terrible way to live, but I do it. I really sit down and do it. I can't get out of my chair until 5 o'clock or 5.30 or whenever the news comes on. It's the only way I can force myself to write. I work with a hard pencil and regular lined paper. I put a big calendar on the wall. Tuesday, I have to be on page 25. Wednesday, on page 30, and so on. And every day, I X it off. I did those five pages. And if I do my five pages early, I get to quit. Never happens. I've always got about one page done by 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and during the next hour, I usually write the rest. The last hour is the, the best one out of eight. So Jesus tells his disciples that they have to be like the king planning to go to war, or like a builder planning to build a tower. You have to sometimes sit and think, what should I do? What should I do? with my faith. We need to decide to take our faith uh, seriously. And it takes time. It takes time really to sit down again and think, you know, I need to plan something. How can I, how can I improve my, my life? But we cannot cheat. There is no cheating here. There is, you know, we don't have any short, uh, shortcuts. Uh, this week, last week, I went to um, uh, third grade at the South Campus just to say hello, but of course I was surprised by you know, the kids because they uh, asked me if I can do what Father Brian uh, said no to. I'm like, uh, okay, uh, what do you want me to do? Father Vital, can you, can you challenge us with you know, how long you can do plank? You know, plank is when you're like straight line, you're on your elbows and your feet, you're like this. I'm like, oh, it's been a while since I, <clears throat> I've been working out, really. I just do road cycling now, so it's mostly about my legs, not any, you know, the upper body. But, you know, I can do it. I can try. The goal is, I think, if I'm not mistaken, if you can manage at least two minutes and more, you are good. So I said to the kids, I was kind of confident, uh, if I win with you, all of you, Okay, you owe me like a cookie a day for a year. <laughs> but if I lose, I will bring you cookies. But next, next week, okay, just once, not the whole year, just once. And they said, okay, let's do it. So we did this and I set up a timer. We started, you know, this challenge. And kids are kids, as you know, so they cheat. Okay. <laughs> I was on my elbows shaking after two minutes, but you know, I know there are kids, but I have to win. I'm not this guy like I'm going to let them, you know, so I do my best shaking, you know, but I see kids are cheating because they are on their hands, you know, and feet. It's plank as you have to be on your elbow, straight line, and they're like, you know, like you, like just, and they are fine, like, Father, what's wrong? I'm like, this is now how you do it. <laughs> there is 
in the Christian life, you know, you cannot cheat. You have to take up your cross and follow him. It's difficult. You're going to be shaking spiritually, but you can manage. So, of course, after like three minutes, I said, no, uh, I won. You are cheating, so you owe me a cookie. <laughs> they said, we need, a, we need to do a rematch. So, I said, this time you have to be okay with me, okay? No cheating next time. They said, yes, we will see. Third graders, you know, they always do this to me. But <laughs> I think this, this picture and, you know, with George Lucas and the third graders uh, show us that we need to really be smart. We need to sit down and think what we want to do and really set the time to do it. And we cannot cheat. If we follow both, we are fine. We can be uh, disciples of, of Jesus. Again, there are no, there are no uh, show, shortcuts. We have to just do it. Another thing that comes to my mind with, with uh, you know, commitments is that usually New Year's Day, January 1st, is the day for most of us when we say something like, you know, I'm gonna, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna lose weight. That's a popular one. Or I'm gonna stop eating sweets. Or uh, I'm gonna start working out. But what I read that by January 30th, so it takes just four weeks, 90% of people give up. Okay? And then they usually say, oh, I'm gonna wait till, you know, the next January and I will try again. So I have like 11 months to do what I want. No, you shouldn't. You should start even tomorrow, okay? Commitments are good. And if you fail, get up and, and do it again. You know, in the Catholic world, it's called confession. You can always start fresh. Don't go to the confession once a year, okay? The church says so, but I always say with Father Brian and Father Sean, like once a month, it's a good rule. If you go once a week, that's even better, but once a month, it's a good, good thing. So you can always start fresh. You don't have to wait till, till January. We have to be really smart about what we do. Commitments are great, but if we don't follow them, what's the point? We want to be like the king who sits down and thinks, you know, that's what I'm going to do. And if it looks I'm going to lose, let's, uh, let's send a delegation to, to set the peace terms. Or if you build, you know, a, build, a tower or a house, right, you have to know how much money it would cost. And do I have it? Do I have it? We live in this world when everything... Uh, is smart now. You know, cell phones, cars, TVs, I don't know what else, you know. But sometimes I think we forget about ourselves. So what about just sitting down and, and thinking, you know, how can I, how can I really uh, do my faith better? How can I really uh, go forward with my faith and the relationship with God, because all these smart devices uh, don't have answers to, to anything, right? And to prove it to you, I can ask uh, one of the famous one, uh, Alexa or Siri, right? These two, they usually know everything, but not always. So let's ask uh, what one of them thinks. I don't have Alexa with me, uh, but I have Siri, so let's see what she says, okay? How can I be smart? I don't know how to respond.
See, she doesn't know. <laughs> what about listening to him? Because he really knows.